Oh, yeah, it's your boy, BC, back at it. Hey, call me BBC, the beige one. One half, of course, of your morning combat duo. And that's why you're here deep, deep in your ear hole. It's MK, back at it. MK, all day. Good Lord, nearly every single day. And of course, you know that we are setting the stage for Saturday's UFC 255 pay-per-view card from Las Vegas. Hey, you know, not the deepest card of all time. That's certainly for sure. But two interesting flyweight title bouts atop the the marquee. One on the men's side, one on the women's side. We got all four competitors today with me, BC. Uh, Let's do it, right? I mean, why not, right? You know, of course, um, subscribe to the pod. Whether you only take this in uh, uh, orally, airily, wow, wow, all right. Whether you listen through the headphones or you watch it on the YouTube, however you do it, subscribe, tell your friends, spread the word. Let's go. Let's make it happen, all right? Uh, Here's what we got right now coming at you. We're going to go in this order, getting you fired up. And, of course, it begins with that main event. The men's flyweight championship, Devison Figueredo, the champion from Brazil. He's going to be sliding in first. We'll be talking a lot about that swagger that he's got going. And if you're not going to be able to watch the video version of this, uh, you're going to see, you're going to see, a, you're going to hear a short, a shirtless Figueredo, dark sunglasses, wild haircut, red stripe through it. Uh, he's going to tell you about the origin of that swagger. And uh, while he's why he is afraid of no one, whether that's Cody Garbrandt cutting back down to to try this once again, or it's Henry Cejudo one day coming back, who knows? Uh, it's the Davidson Figueredo era beginning now, according to the champ. We're also, of course, going to hear uh, right after that from Valentina Shevchenko, your women's flyweight champion. Odds makers basically have her not losing ever again in this division. She's going to talk about whether that's pressure. Talk about that Inca Cola, right? That little champagne drink that she markets from time to time down there in Peru. Uh, and life as the Shevchenko sisters. We love them, all right? That's what it is. They're going to be fighting on the same card on Saturday night. Then we're going to welcome in Alex Perez, who the phone rang. He picked it up. He's got that big opportunity against Figueredo. Uh, he could change his fortunes in his life overnight. And he's 7-1 and one entering in, coming from the Contender Series all the way to the title level now. So you love hearing that story uh, of how we got here and all that. And then we close with Jennifer Maya. And shout out to the uh, translators here that UFC provided. Uh, she's a hungry, young, top contender. And not afraid. Not afraid of the odds. Not afraid of anything. Ready to go in there and prove that Valentina is, in fact, human. So that's the order coming at you right now. Enjoy that. Uh... If you're not already woke to what we're doing, it's the Morning Combat Revolution. It's it's MK Ultra brainwashing your senses every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Live show, 11 a.m. Eastern. And uh, if you can't catch it live, you're listening to it here. But don't be don't be sleeping on our bonus content. We had great interviews last week with everyone from Terrence Crawford and Kel Brook to Rafael Dos Anjos, Teofimo Lopez, Kevin Nash, the WWE Hall of Famer. We always got something for you. So be on the lookout for that. Luke's live chat. All the dissected you can handle. Maybe I'll come out with one called Brosected. What do you What do you think about that? All right, yeah. All right. Hey, it's BC. Uh, uh, serving it up with a little bit more BC coming at you. Okay, the beige one, the UFC stars. That's why we do this. Okay, get you fired up for the fights. Yes, thank you. All right, it's awkward. Okay, we're out of here. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
And let me bring in one of the baddest men on the planet. Yes, the UFC flyweight champion, Davison Figueredo. This Saturday, man, you're headlining a pay-per-view defending that championship against Alex Perez. How you feeling just a few days out? Então, é, graças a Deus, né, tá faltando, quero sair logo dessa dieta. Eu tô louco para lutar e dar um show pra galera, que é o que eu mais sei fazer. Eu nasci para fazer, cara. Eu nasci para lutar, eu nasci para nocautear. Então, vocês podem ter certeza que a luta vai ser muito quente no dia 21. Uh, uh, thank, uh, thank God it's right around the corner. I just want to get off this diet. I'm crazy to fight and put on a show. I was born to fight and I was born into knockout. Davison, last minute opponent change. You're supposed to get Cody Garbrandt. Now it's Alex Perez. Does that make the fight easier, harder? How do you see it? Well, com certeza a mudança é melhor. Cody Garbrandt era um cara muito mais perigoso. E mas eu não descarto a possibilidade. Eu também não 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 subestimo ninguém. Eu tô tentando treinei para lutar com Cody Garbrandt. Apesar de, de achar o Alex Pérez um cara um pouco mais lento, mas eu treinei como se fosse lutar com o Corigaba para me entrar muito mais versátil e pronto para nocauteá-lo nessa luta. Foi uma melhor mudança. Ele acha que o Cody é um lutador mais perigoso, mas ele não underestimou ninguém. Ele treinou para lutar com o Cody, mas mesmo que ele acha que o Alex é mais lento, ele está pronto para lutar. Uh, Davison, you've got what we call swagger, and you've got it in uh, buckets full with the hair, the sunglasses. Where does this come from, from you? Cara, eu sou um cara que desde moleque sempre gostei de andar uh, bem arrumado. E também sempre a, é, apreciei muito os cantores de rap. Então, eu acho que eu tenho esse, isso dele, de andar com óculos legal, com ardanzão, pulseira. Relógio. Ah, <laughs> uh, he said that he's a guy that since he was a young, he liked to uh, be uh, well dressed, and he always liked uh, rap singers, so he think he got inspired from them. Love it. I am. O que você falou? So for the Fifty Cent. He's a fan of Fifty Cent. Yeah, <laughs> he's the man. I love this. I love this. Look, your division, Davison, you had a legend in Demetrius Johnson. Then you had a superstar in Henry Cejudo. Now it's your time. Uh, what is your era, your reign of the flyweight division going to look like? Ah, mas aí chegou o novo rei agora. Demetrius Johnson não é mais. Demetrius Johnson já foi, chegou o novo rei na categoria. E pode ter certeza que eu vou me aposentar levando o cinturão comigo. The new king has arrived. Uh, there is no more uh, Demetrius Johnson or Henry Cejudo. Uh, and you guys can bet that I will retire with the belt. You know, it kind of feels, Davison, that you came out of nowhere, but you really didn't. You've been winning one fight after another after another. Why do you think it took... American fans and media uh, a while to realize that you were next in this division, that this is your time? Bom, uh, a, a minha categoria sempre foi bem desvalorizada, mas eu cheguei para valorizar a categoria e eu espero 
um aprecio muito maior agora do fã para a minha categoria. Eu peço aos meus seguidores, eu peço ao público do UFC que possam me seguir e possam acompanhar o meu trabalho, que eu cheguei para valorizar essa categoria a 125 quilos. Uh, he said that his division has always been underrated in the UFC, but he came to value the division and he hopes he will be more recognized from, by the fans from now on. And he just wants to ask the fans to follow him and follow his work because he, he arrives to change the division. Well, no one, it seems, has had a good 2020 except for you. Two big wins, UFC championship. If you beat Alex Perez, that'll be three wins in one year. Will that make you 2020's fighter of the year? Eu espero que sim. Eu quero muito ser o lutador do ano. Então, por isso, eu vou entrar para nocauteá-lo ele de sábado e fazer uma super luta. Você pode ter certeza que eu vou lutar para ser o melhor do ano. Uh, he hopes so. Uh, he's fighting. He's fighting on Saturday to knock him out and be the fighter of the year. Uh, Davidson, what's the reaction like in your home country for everything you've done this year? First from knocking out Benavidez and missing weight, then you come back and you do it again by submission and you hold up the title. Uh, what is the reaction of your home people? Os fãs da minha cidade... Os fãs do Brasil, eles gostaram muito do, da minha apresentação. Pena que eu não levei o cinturão, mas eu cobrei de mim mesmo. É, fazer dieta certa, fazer treinos corretos. Cobrei da minha equipe para que eles pudessem dar 100% a atenção para mim. E quando foi na, na segunda luta com o Benavides... Eu voltei, voltei tão focado que eu consegui subir na balança de meia e cueca e bater o peso abaixo. Isso pode, uh, Brazilian... pode ter sido determinado. The support of Brazilian fans was really good. Uh, the first for the first fight, he didn't uh, bring the belt, uh, but he was really hard on himself to do the right diet, and he was really hard on his team to give him 100% attention. And he, in the second fight, he came back very focused. Uh, so the fans were really supportive of him. Tell me if I'm wrong here, Davidson, but when you fight somebody, you come in there with so much swagger that I feel like you're trying to find out if they're as tough as you are. Do you think Alex Perez is as tough as you are this Saturday? Ah, isso com certeza não. É, eu vou provar isso no sábado que eu sou mais forte que esse cara e o público vai ver nitidamente o quanto que eu sou melhor que ele, mais versátil e muito mais completo. Uh, certainly not. Uh, he'll prove on Saturday that he's a stronger fighter and the fans will clearly see how much of a better fighter he is. All right, uh, Davison, do you think you'll be seeing Cody Garbrandt again? Do you think it's possible that he can make this weight and be the same fighter he was at Bantamweight? Ah, eu tenho certeza que a minha categoria é muito complicada para Cody Garbrandt, mas eu espero que ele bata o peso porque vai ser ótimo lutar com ele. E eu vou estar preparado, eu vou estar aqui na minha categoria do, é, dominando meu cinturão e esperando o Cody Garbrandt chegar para lutar para a gente fazer uma super luta. Quem sabe a gente possa combinar peso também. Se ele não conseguir bater 57 quilos, a gente possa combinar. Ou eu subo para 61 para lutar com ele. 
he knows his division is complicated for Garbrandt, but he hopes that he will make weight uh, because it would be great to fight him. Uh, he will be waiting for him with his belt, but if he doesn't make weight, they could fight in a catchweight fight or maybe even in bantamweight fight. He would be ready. All right, Davidson, if you keep winning, if this becomes your division, do you think that phone will ring one day and it'll be Henry Cejudo on the other end trying to get his title back? <laughs> eu, 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 acho, eu acho bem difícil ele fazer isso, ele tá gordo. Mas eu espero que um dia ele decida retornar para que a gente possa também fazer uma super luta. Será que ele bate 57 quilos novamente? Eu creio que não. Mas aí, quem sabe, não vão chamar para fazer uma super luta na meia um com ele. Uh, he finds it, it very difficult to that to Cerruto to do that because he thinks he's a little overweight, but he hopes he can come back and maybe for a super fight. He doesn't think Cerruto uh, would make weight for the for the flyweight division, but he would definitely fight him on bantamweight. All right, here's the last question, the most important one, Davidson. If you defeat Alex Perez, you get your hand raised on Saturday. What are you eating first? Ah, isso com certeza o UFC vai ter uma pizza guardada para mim lá. Eu sou apaixonado por pizza e não descarto. Se aparecer umas duas fatias para mim lá com refrigerante, eu vou ser o primeiro a pegar. Mesmo valido não deixando. <risos> Uh, 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 UFC will definitely have a pizza saved for me there. So if they have two slides and a soda, I'll be happy. Enjoy, Davison. Best of luck to you. So much damn swagger. We love you here in the States. Good luck main eventing this Saturday's pay-per-view. Okay, my brother. Thank you. Morning Combat back at it on CBS Sports. We bring the champions to the show, and we got one of the best fighters in the world today, Valentina Shevchenko, going to defend the women's flyweight title this Saturday, UFC 255, co-main event. Valentina back in this. Uh, you got to be fired up. Another pay-per-view, another tough opponent in Jennifer Maya. How you feeling so close to fight night? Um, feeling so good. I had amazing training camp, feeling strong, feeling healthy. And yeah, we are just like literally four or five days away from the fight. And uh, I already almost in weight. So feeling amazing. Uh, Valentina, I know you're a fighter, so you don't worry about things like betting odds. But when you have a fight and the betting odds come out and you're like minus 1700 favorite, which in theory is like no chance she could lose. How do you deal with that? Oh, I just don't look at it. <laughs> I just, uh, my attention is far away from these things. My, you know, I'm more concerned, uh, concentrated on my preparation. And uh, this is what really matters for me, how I feel, how I, my body feel, my mind, my everything, every single nerve. <laughs> this is what's important for me. That's why it's, I'm so focused on my preparation and my performance. Uh, is this fight going to be any different because your sister Antonina is going to join you on the same card? And I did a little research. 2005 was the last time in MMA, at least, that you guys have fought in the same time. That was in South Korea. How does that change things for you? Oh, no, it was not 2005 last time because we fought a lot in Muay Thai championships. Uh, at least 2015, uh, it was 
I think, yes, 2015 for the Muay Thai Championships. It was the last time when we fought on the same card, um, same world championship. And, um, yeah, you know, it's kind of like... um, hard but easy from <laughs> from other parts it's um easy f- it's because we have um all preparation together we help in each other and we do every time like our trainings together um from uh other side we know how what to expect from this kind of challenges and um when she's fighting first than me well i i know how to manage my feelings my nervous and everything for not being affected uh, <laughs> with all this <laughs> but it's great from um uh, because um we work together we train very hard together and we can um just have free time for a little bit together as well because before it was kind of like uh, i'm preparing he help uh, she helping me then she started to prepare to her fight i helping her but do you know who suffers more from all of this, it's our coach, Pavel Fedotov. <laughs> it's constant work from one to another, from one to another. No rest for him. <laughs> but this time it's going to be a little bit rest for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your sister is going to be in there against uh, uh, Ariane Lipsky, I believe is, is her name. You'll be in there, of course, in the cold main event. Um, do you corner each other when this happens, when you fight on the same card, or do you just separate the business? No, this time, no, it's going to be too much for cornering. And yeah, we have uh, amazing guys who are going to be uh, cornering us at, uh, um, along the side of our coach, Pavel. So we, uh, uh, we're going to join together after the event. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, let's talk about this fight. You thought you were going to get uh, Joanne Calder, which she was looking to be the number one contender. Jennifer Maya had a fantastic performance against her to slide in. What did you think watching that fight? Did you think you've got a legitimate contender coming at you on Saturday. Yes. So I think so. Jennifer Mai, she's very strong and she um, has good skills. Uh, she's complete MMA fighter. She has good uh, stand up, good ground. So I prepared uh, very good for her. I know exactly what um, to expect from her and uh, what I have to do to win her. <laughs> the most important <laughs> Uh, This division has not been the deepest historically. You're the star of it, but it feels like it's getting a little bit better. I saw a nice performance from Lauren Murphy. I saw Jessica Andrade make her debut. We've got another big fight in the division on Saturday with Cynthia Calvillo and Caitlin Chukagian. How do you feel about the the changing over of the depth right now? Uh yeah, like from time to time, I, I keep hearing that old people saying the fly weight is not that good, not that good, but it's not that. I don't know why people uh, put in this like cliche for fly weight because it's totally not truth. Because um, if you will see each fighter top 10, they are very strong they are very interesting fighters and i think that they gonna uh they would do a lot of problems for anyone in bantamweight or flyweight or strawweight but definitely it's you know i think the 
future of the female MMA is gonna be uh, after flyweight because it's a perfect weight class for uh, female athletes. And you can see now a lot of bantam weights going down, a lot of straw weights going up, and they have more like from outside promotions coming joining the UFC. So uh, yes, it's gonna be even even more interesting in the future. Uh, do you, that is a weird question, but you've been so dominant. Do you prefer to be dominant or are you waiting for somebody to, to be your equal in there? Uh, you know, it's, um, I train very hard to be that dominant and I won't lose my position. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Keep it up. It's working. You're doing well. Uh, do you take any kind of stock into what you're building for your career right now? Because the UFC opening up this division, which is your, your natural weight class, your strongest weight. You, if you keep winning, you could be putting title defense records behind you. You could really elevate yourself. You're on the fast track of becoming one of the greatest fighters in the history of female women's MMA, you know, women's MMA. And I don't, you know, I don't say that lightly. That's a giant thing. Is it something that you can comprehend now? Or, or do you just say, I'll, I'll deal with that after I retire? Uh for me to do at this moment what I love the most it's the number one and I love my martial arts I love to compete and you know um, to think about uh, what legacy what history what you want to people remember you it's not right you have to make your history now without thinking <laughs> about things you have to um, do uh, everything as best as you can to put your heart, the full heart in everything that you are doing. And after, if people decide to put you in some position, it's good. But you never have to ask someone, oh, you have to put me in there, in the ranking, in here, in here. It's, uh, it's, I don't know, it's just like not myself. I don't see me just like going and saying, oh, please put me here, put me there. I just do what I love the most. Martial arts for me, it's everything. Well, opening up this division now and you being the best flyweight, does it make you want to stay at this weight class or are you still open to moving up again for the right big fight? Uh, you know, I was competing first in bantamweight and I felt very strong in this weight class as well. But uh, the same, your feelings that yeah, so they're all bigger, just bigger, <laughs> higher and bigger, you feel it. And being in your perfect weight class, it feels uh, so amazing, so good. That's why I have um, my goal to defend my belt as much as I can, but I'm still open for any opportunities to come. All right. I mean, look, I, I, I don't know if I've done an interview with you or I haven't used the name Amanda Nunes. People always bring it up. You guys aren't even talking about each other. You got your own business. If you retire without getting that third chance, will you be okay with that? I think that, that is going to happen. I still think, uh, um, I don't know, soon, later, when, I don't know, but I think it's going to happen anyway before we both retire. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You won the second fight, Valentina. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. So um, I know exactly that our second fight, the last fight, um, uh, it was not the result, the right result. But that's why I think it's um, 
uh, that's why I think it's gonna happen still. <laughs> uh, ultimately, what do you think? Whether it's bantamweight or flyweight, what do you think has separated you from the from the fighters you've you've beaten? What's different about you? Is, is it just the the years of practice and building your art? I think the experience, it's uh, definitely number one. The experience, because I do martial arts 27 years now. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's a long relationship, yes. (laughs) So 27 years I'm practicing martial arts, uh, doing everything. And through these years, I fought so many different opponents, so many. I saw so uh, different situations in martial arts that's why it's um every single like experience that i had it gave me more and more things to be better and to be the best all right one time valentine i saw an advertisement with you selling some soda inca cola i went to my grocery store they had it i bought the inca cola it's fantastic (laughs) That's right. I never selling things. I was uh, I was sharing that I drink. I drink. Oh, so it wasn't an ad. It, was, it wasn't a sponsorship. All right, all right. But you drink it though, right? It was sponsorship. It was sponsorship, but it's still uh, uh, under the sponsorship. I am still drinking it, and I love Inca Cola because it's um you know, um you could say it's traditional drink of Peru, South America. Mm-hmm. And we lived there for eight years, and it's so tasty. As they call it, it, it has um, golden color, and they call it uh, the drink of gold. <laughs> oh wow! Fitting for a champion, of course. Uh, what about fighting in your in your two home countries, Kyrgyzstan, Peru? What about a chance to fight there? Do you see that ever happening? I would love to. I hope they're going to happen. They're going to have it um, sometime. I don't know when. Um, they should have this year in Kazakhstan. So it's like a neighbor's, right, with Kyrgyzstan. And they have a lot of events in South America. They have it, of course, definitely Brazil. They had it uh, in Uruguay, I thought, there. So, so there is a big possibility that we will see okay. some. Are you a bigger star in Peru or Kyrgyzstan? Which one? I, I don't know. You have to ask people over there. Okay. okay. Pretty big star in the States as well. Uh, can't wait for this fight on Saturday, Valentina, against Jennifer Maya. What do you have to do to get your hand raised one more time? Uh, be myself. Um, just keep the house through these last days and keep the same shape what I am right now and just to be aware of everything that can happen during the fight and when I will see the moment to finish the fight I will do it unbelievable you're on a great run I hope it continues best of luck to you Antonina any other Shevchenkos that are fighting on Saturday best of luck to them too can't wait to check it out thank you so much friend thank you have a good day Let's bring in the flyweight of the moment. It's Alex Perez. You talk about getting a phone call. He picked up, and he's going to be in a title spot Saturday. Main event on a pay-per-view, UFC 255, Davison Figueredo. Alex, congratulations. Uh, Please, take me through that process. You already were going to fight on this card. Now you're fighting for the title. Oh, man, it's, uh, it's amazing. You know, I got the call. I was sleeping. My manager called me. He knows I put my phone on Don't Disturb, so he called me twice. I looked at it. 
like, oh man, it has to be important. And then, uh, you know, I got on the phone. He's like, yeah, Cody's out. And I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, Cody's out. You're in. I'm like, wait, what? You know, it was kind of, it was interesting, man. It was like probably one of the best feelings in the world um, to know that, you know, you got to the, to, to this point, you know, and then obviously there's still more work to be done, but you know, it's just one, one thing you, you can mark off your checklist. I mean, look, there were a bunch of names who, who, who are on good runs. This division's red hot right now. They went with you, the UFC, meaning you're 7-1 and one if you count the Dana White Contender Series appearance. Uh, your UFC run's been nearly flawless right now. How itching are you to not just be another name in the flyweight division, but on Saturday raise that gold and, and, and turn your life around in one moment? Oh, man, this is everything I've worked for, you know. It's not just – the last year it's been the last 10 years so from when i started to now you know even they can go be further than that from when i started wrestling uh you know all those moments and all that stuff got me ready for this moment and it's getting it continues to get me ready for the moments coming now you know you didn't know you were going to be in the title fight until you got the opportunity were you already title ready were you already where you needed to be mentally uh yeah i mean biggest thing that i take away from all this is still a fight you know, so, I mean, whether it was going to fight Brandon or, you know, be a, a step in for, you know, in case something was happening for the main event, you know, it's it's a fight. I'm always in shape. I'm always ready to go. So uh, my mindset was already there. Were you guys, and I, I want you to kind of speak for yourself and the division in general, were you guys okay with Cody Garbrandt even getting this opportunity considering, like I mentioned, there's three or four of you guys, uh, Moreno, Royval, who are looking very good at the moment. Uh, Askar, Askar, I mean, this is a good division, and yet a celebrity name got brought in out of nowhere to go for the title. Were you all right with that? Um, honestly, I was a little upset. Um, I think a lot of us, I think a lot of the guys were, but at the same time too, understand some business, you know, Cody draws, you know, I, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Uh, for me, I was upset, you know, I, you know, I got knocked down just to get, get back up and keep working. Like my mindset is even if they would have gone with someone else for this fight, would I have been upset? And eh, maybe, you know, cause I felt like I deserved it after my last win, but at the same time too, that's life. You can't just be like, Oh, well, I didn't get this. I, you know, going to do that. Like, man, shit happens. You got to yeah, just forget about it and move on. My mindset was, I keep winning. They can't deny me the title shot, you know. And I got it. I got it. I felt like I deserved it after my last fight. They put me in. Obviously, there someone in the UFC thought I deserved it. So, I here I am. All right, Formiga. I'm sorry, not Formiga. Uh, Davidson Figueroa, the champion. He's eight and one in the UFC coming in. You're seven and one. Oddly enough, each of your losses. The other fighter just beat in their last fight. You stopping Juicier Formiga, who was his only loss in the UFC, and him beating Joseph Benavidez, which is your only loss. Do we? Can we do MMA math? Can we take anything from that at all? Uh, nah, man. Every fight's different. Styles are different, you know. Um, I mean, some people play big into it. I don't. I just feel like every fight's different. Uh, I tell people over and over and over again, what separates the best is whoever's on that night. Um I mean, you see some guys lose, some guys win, but barely. Yeah, I mean, it's just whoever's on that night. You see guys look good, some guys look bad, but it doesn't mean they had a bad training camp. It could just been like, hey, man, I wasn't in that night. You know, I didn't clock in on time. And that's just the way the sport goes. So that's why I take it. I take it like, yeah, he lost to Jusser, but he well, he didn't clock in on time for that fight. You know, same thing with me, Benavides. I, I had an off night. Not taking anything away from those guys. They won. They, they You know what I mean? They beat us. But at the same time, too, it's like, okay, you know, it happens. 
All right, how do you guys match up together? What are we? What is? Uh, what is this fight going to look like inside there Saturday night? Um, man, if they see us fight, I mean, they've seen him fight, they've seen me fight, so I think it's going to be a war. Uh, we both come in, we both go forward, we don't back up, you know. So it's uh, one of those things like uh, it's going to be a fun fight, and we're flyweight, so we got cardio for days. So we're going to push that pace, uh, you know, and uh, I, you know, I see myself winning. Uh, look, I just talked to the champ. He was shirtless, sunglasses on. He's got the fade and the part and the red streak going through. The guy's got swagger for days. Uh, you you good with him? You guys ever crossed paths before? What's your history? Uh, no, nah, you know, I've seen him. When, I, I seen him actually the night he fought just there because uh, my training partner, Cheeto Vera, was fighting that night. And I, I usually travel with him and just go support. And I've seen him. Not, nothing crazy, you know. I've uh, never, like, spoke to him, nothing. Oh, man, he has that swag. I'm the worst person for swag. I would dress in uh, sweats. I would dress in sweats and sweaters all day and running shoes, man. I, uh, you know, uh, that's good for him, man. Some people like it. Some people don't. You know, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. Uh, is this a fair statement that Henry Cejudo saved the UFC flyweight division? Is that a fair statement? Uh, who knows, man? Uh, who knows, honestly? Uh, yeah, he beat TJ. Uh, I mean, he, there's a lot of things that went on with the whole flyweight division, right? They got rid of DJ. They, he beat TJ. Then they cut a whole bunch of guys, add a whole bunch of new guys in. Um, who knows? He could have been a part of it. Um, you know, for me, like, I'm not trying to sound like a, a douche or a dick, but for me, I was like, if 25 was cut, I felt like I'm big enough to go up to 35. So it was like, okay, I feel like I still would have had a job. Sucks for the guys that got cut and the smaller guys and stuff like that. But for me, I felt I would have been okay because, you know, I would have been able to make money. Like I said, I sucks that some of those guys didn't, didn't get the, you know, got cut and they were going to cut the division. So people were getting pink slips, but you know I mean? Uh, I was just grateful that they brought it back and I'm in my, uh, in my division. I mean, you could not ask for a better opportunity here. What's the reaction in your hometown of California and your family when you were uh, saying, hey, you know that fight you're going to watch on Saturday? Yeah, I'm going to be in the title fight. You get, get get grandma out. Let's, let's get Abuela. Let's get a party going here. Uh, at first, you know, like, because I, I told my family, they're like, no, you're not. My little brother's like, no, you're not. Dinner White didn't say nothing, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, like, it pops up on his phone like an hour later. He's like, oh, you're, you're online. I was like, yeah, so why would I lie about what I'm going to do? Uh, my family and everybody's super supportive. I got family here in Vegas, family all over, you know, obviously California, got family in Texas, my family in Mexico. They're all, they're all kidding me up, you know, everybody's super supportive. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to re- be representing Limore, um, the first person to make it from my hometown and the first person to fight for a title from my hometown, uh, you know, couple towns over you got chad mendez from hanford you got marion and cody you know uh from Visalia. you got joe soto so you got a lot of great talent out of the central valley uh i'm i'm gonna be the first one to bring home that belt you can also be the first alumni of the dana white contender series here to bring home the belt as well uh, how important was that opportunity for you and to where you are today uh it was big man uh a lot of people don't know but it wasn't like i was highly recruited for that you know, it wasn't like, oh, they went out looking for me. My manager got me the spot. Someone got hurt, and they offered me the spot, like, on a three-weeks notice. And um, I remember telling myself, I'm just going to make the most of this, you know, take the most, uh, make the most of this opportunity. And I did, and here I am now.
Uh, this is weird. It's like a before and after. I'm talking to you before. If you win on Saturday night, you're the UFC champion. That's an after. Your life is going to go from up to this point and then this point after. Uh, are you thinking about any of that, or is it more just like another fight, blinders, let's stay with it? Um, not really, because you can't think too far ahead. But just in general, like stuff doesn't really change for me. Like when I won my UFC contract, people were like, oh, this, you know. And I was like, man, I'm still the same person, you know. Uh, maybe I got 100 more followers on Instagram, but I'm still the same person, you know. And then once I started winning in the UFC, it was still like I'm still the same person. Nothing changes. I still dress in the same clothes, you know what I mean? I don't – nothing really changes. Uh, I'm not – I'm a country guy, you know. I'm a small-town kid. And uh, I, as crazy as it sounds, I don't like being on the spotlight. I don't like taking pictures. I don't, you know. I'm more to myself. I got my close group of friends. So I really don't see anything changing too much for me. Uh, you know, I, I just like that small town vibe and I feel like that's me. I like it. I like the humility right there. Uh, well, if they don't know your name, they will if you win on Saturday. So how do you win? Let's talk about Figueredo. He seems to be completely well-rounded, uh, you know, as are you, as are a lot of these top fighters when you get to this level. Uh, if this goes mano a mano, if you got to bring out the Mexican spirit, can you stand up with this guy for five full rounds? Can he take your heat? Uh, I feel like if I have to stand with them, you know what I mean? Everybody's seen what happened when I fought Shorty, you know what I mean? A lot of people thought I was a wrestler. I bring the pressure. I bring the hands. I bring the numbers, you know? Uh, can he handle it? Who knows? We'll find out on Saturday. I love it. I love it. Hey, man, best of luck. UFC 255, the main event. Alex Perez, know his name. All right, know it. You may, you may hear a lot more of it coming up after this. Yeah. Go get him, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. UFC 255 this Saturday in Las Vegas. Got to bring on the big names. Got to bring on maybe the next women's flyweight champion of the world, Jennifer Maya, coming into a co-main event spot against the champ, Valentina Shevchenko. Congratulations, Jennifer, on this big opportunity. Uh, I got to guess you're feeling fired up right now. Eu estou muito feliz, é um grande momento para mim. Eu trabalhei durante anos para chegar a esse momento e estou muito feliz e me sentindo muito preparada. I'm extremely happy for this moment. Um, I worked really hard for many years to get here. Um, so I feel completely prepared and excited for Saturday. All right, Jennifer. Well, something happened in your fight against Joanne Calderwood where we thought of you as a pretty darn good fighter, but that night you exceeded our expectations. You dominated. You made a statement that you are ready, in fact, for the title level. Uh, I don't want to discount everything you did in your career before that. I just don't think I've ever seen you looked as dialed in as you did that night against Calderwood. Exatamente. Eu ainda não tinha conseguido mostrar é, todo o meu potencial dentro do UFC, não tinha conseguido é, surpreender. E nessa luta contra a Joane, eu consegui surpreender a todos e mostrar que eu estava realmente pronta para disputar o título. Yeah, exactly. Um, I hadn't been able before that fight with Joanne to fully show all that I'm capable of and show my full potential um, and surprise everyone like I did. Um, so I'm really happy that I got to do that against Joanne and show that I'm ready to be the next champion. All right, look, uh, Jennifer, the odds makers, they're not always right, okay? But the odds makers are leading us to believe 
that Valentina Shevchenko is unbeatable? How do you prepare knowing that they're not giving you a big shot on Saturday night? Eu espero realmente surpreender a todo mundo, né? Que ninguém é invencível. Ela é uma adversária muito dura, muito experiente, inteligente, mas no momento eu venho para buscar essa vitória a qualquer custo. Então, é, para mim não faz diferença ela ser a favorita ou não. Eu eu estou preparada para vencer. I hope to surprise everyone this Saturday. I don't think Valentina is unbeatable. She's a very and smart opponent. Um, but I'm, I'm stepping into the octagon to get that win. Um, I'll do whatever it takes. And I believe I'm fully prepared to do so to show the world that she's an unbeatable and be the next champion. Uh, when you look at tape, when you watch Valentina compete, do you see openings? Do you see weaknesses? Realmente é muito difícil achar uma falha no jogo da, Valen da Valentina, né? Mas eu acho que, para mim, um caminho para a vitória possa ser o chão, ou se em pé, não deixar ela jogar na, jo na zona confortável dela, tentar anular o jogo dela o tempo todo. Um, it definitely is hard to see uh, weaknesses and spaces in Valentina's game. Um, I do think that taking this fight to the ground is a good. Uh, opportunity for me, but even standing, um, it's just trying to take her out of her comf comfort zone um, and just exposing her game and putting my game plan. What makes you different from the rest of the top-ranked women in the flyweight division for somebody heading into this fight to be like, I think she can pull the upset? What makes Jennifer Maia different? Então, eu acho que o meu jogo casa muito com o jogo dela, então é, acredito que vai ser uma luta é, não só onde uma vai vencer, mas aonde vai ser um espetáculo para, para o público. Então, uma luta disputada, round a round, uma querendo vencer mais com a outra, e eu sinto que no momento eu estou com essa vontade a mais que ela de vencer. Um, the matchup for this fight is really good for both of us. Um... And I think it will not only be a common fight, they will watch a spectacle. I'll put on a show this Saturday. Um, it will be a tough fight, a very disputed round after round kind of fight. Um, but I'll show that I want this more than she wants it. All right, Jennifer. Fighters always try to play it cool. They say this is just another fight, not a big deal. But that can't be true. This is a championship. This could be, you know, changing your life in one night. How do you deal with those extra nerves and anxiety knowing that everything you worked for could come to fruition on Saturday? Então, é, eu tô muito feliz de chegar nesse momento, porque, né, é um trabalho de anos que duro, um trabalho duro de anos que eu venho é, conquistando até chegar esse momento. Então, eu estou muito feliz e eu acho que a sensação de se sentir preparada para esse momento me faz ficar tranquila. Então, eu vou chegar lá, não é só mais uma luta, porque eu estou lutando contra a campeã, mas eu estou muito feliz por ter conquistado esse espaço de lutar contra a campeã, de estar tá concorrendo ao título. Um, I'm just really happy. It's been years of hard work. Um, and just knowing that I'm prepared, that makes me calmer and that makes it easier to get there. I know that this isn't 
just another fight. This is the fight for the title. It's my chance to be champion. Um, but I worked really hard for, for a lot of years to get here. So that's what makes me calmer and just gets me ready for Saturday. Uh, in the past couple months, we saw in your division a big win from Lauren Murphy. She said she's more deserving for a title shot. She wanted you to get pulled out and her to go in. When you watched that, what was your reaction? Então, eu acho que assim, cada uma está no momento, numa fase diferente e está onde merece, né? Se eu conquistei esse espaço de disputar o título agora, é porque eu mereço, é o meu momento. Talvez ainda a, a vez dela chegue, mas dessa vez é a minha vez. Um, each of us is living a different moment and is where they deserve to be. I think I deserve to be here and I paved my way to get here. Um, maybe in the future she will get her chance, but now it's my time and I deserve to be here. American fans may not, they may know you as the fighter. They may not know you as a person, maybe language differences. What do you hope that we can learn about you in this fight on Saturday? Eu quero que elas conheçam como a campeã que ganhou da Valentina, a tão temida Valentina, e surpreendeu a todo mundo, né? Quem ainda não me conhecia vai, vai começar a me conhecer a partir de sábado. Uh, on Saturday, they will know me as the champion, as the woman who beat uh, the unbeatable Valentina. So that's what they will get to know from me. All right, final question, Jennifer, and maybe the most important one. We know Valentina, after a victory, likes to do her, her little dance routine. It's, it's spectacular. You got to give her respect. Do you have a victory dance planned for when you lift that title up and become the new UFC Women's Flyweight Champion? Não, não tenho nenhuma dança preparada. Só visualizo o cinturão ali comigo e eu, né, olhando ele com muito amor. No, I don't have a dance ready, but I just visualize uh, getting the belt and looking at it and just looking at it with a lot of love. Well, best of luck to you on Saturday, Jennifer. It should be a fantastic fight. UFC 255, the biggest fight of your life. I know you'll be ready. Obrigada. Thank you.